B&H Gold. Hello and welcome to another edition of B&H Gold. Me being B. Oh, that means I'm H. That yes, I'm H. yes, it's true. I thought I'd better let you do it because you always tell me off whenever I've been introducing you. So no, 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 you're too grumpy to start with or something. Well, to be fair, you always talk about the aim of this podcast, which is to be a bit light and fluffy, look on the brighter side of life. But you always manage to say there's so much negativity and there's so much misery. And I think actually let's just avoid saying that. OK, yeah, let's true. just focus on the positive. I found a good way of making myself feel very cheerful, positive and not at all grumpy. Do we want to hear <laughs> what it is? No, it's quite safe. OK. It's, fa- it's family friendly. It is. I mean, I'm not a great Facebooker, but I mean, you can't really avoid it these days one way or another. And uh, whilst I don't really do a great deal myself, I sort of I do check in from time to time because half the rest of the world and a lot of my family and wife's family, whatever, that's how they communicate. And so I get, you get the usual realms of other things coming from people. And I have to say, uh, formerly this parish and well known around the a June Turner, uh, bless him. I have to say, I only have to look at some of his posts to realise I'm thinking, I'm really feeling grumpy. I'm thinking I must be the grumpiest old on the Isle of Man. And then I have a quick look at whatever he's posted on a daily basis. And I suddenly think I am like Mother Teresa reincarnated. I am so happy and cheerful and non-judgmental. So, yeah, yeah that's my go to now. Okay. Whenever I'm feeling like the grumpiest old sod on the planet. Then I have a quick look to see what June's posted and uh, invariably he'd be really, really angry about something. And I think, gosh, you know, I would have to get up even earlier to get that angry on a regular basis. See, I I never think of you really. You are not somebody who you'd spring to mind thinking of as a grumpy person. You don't have that persona. You have one of those faces that just always perpetually looks like you're smiling. So I don't understand. I think that's just called creased. No, 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 it's not. No, you've got, you know, that sort of sparkle and you just, you know, you enjoy the things in life. So actually, if you can get pleasure out of small things, you know, sitting in the garden. I've that for years. <laughs> Stop it. Yes. Speaking oh. of which, my wife's just retired. <laughs> no, go on, sorry. Just move on. Move on. I was... Going somewhere lovely, you and no, you took on, it, and on. you ruined it. No, no I was trying to be place. nice. No, I've moved away from the lovely place. I'm going to start some negative Facebook posts now, okay. just to spite just to, you. Yeah, right. Um, this is one that uh, caught my eye the other day. I don't know why it made me uh, smile. An elderly gram was left spooked after a human skull and dozens of bones were dumped in a garden by badgers. <laughs> <laughs> It's the image, isn't it, of the badgers with a little bag full of them and deliberately had, tipping them she out. She phoned the police and it turned out the badgers had been sort of rummaging in a nearby graveyard. <gasps> and when they came across when they came across bones, they'd been tracking it into this poor woman's garden. Uh, grave robbing badgers. <laughs> I thought when you said bones, it was going to be bones of animals. Or so. oh. No, no, these, these are real bones. Uh, this poor old lady, uh, Mrs Mathers, is 88. Uh, she lives in uh, and has lived in her end of terrace house in Dudley in the West Midlands for more than 60 years. Not surprisingly, she was said to be scared to death by the grave-robbing badgers. She found the first school last July and called the police who initially sealed off her entire house as a potential crime scene. <laughs> but then when they started investigating, they discovered the culprit was a colony of badgers dragging the remains into her garden from a nearby cemetery. I shouldn't chuckle really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job you didn't have to read that one out in the news, isn't it? <laughs> her daughter said... It's been going on for years now. Mum's sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) The badgers are tunnelling under the graves and when they come across one which has collapsed, they drag the bones out and dump them on Mum's lawn. (laughs) No, stop it. Right, now, anything anything made you smile in the last week or so? I can't really... No, I I can't really compare with that, to be honest. Um, 
No, well, that's a tricky one. Yeah. Um, what, was else, what else did I see kicking around? Uh, there's a gentleman who's actually marketing a watch which doesn't tell the time. It's just basically a small pond and some rubber ducks that you strap to your wrist. What? A small pond and some rubber ducks? It's like a little sort of, you can look online, it's not works well on radio this, but yes, it's just like a little sort of plastic, little plastic sort of blue pond with little magnetic ducks and you move the ducks around on the pond. It's meant to be a sort of stress reliever, but it's like a watch. Yeah, he says lots of people are really traumatised, Mr Bertolero. Uh, he says, yeah, it's a sort of, um, the idea for watches that don't tell time came to him in a state of semi-sleep. <laughs> a watch that's sleek like an Apple watch, but fun and interactive like Lego. But completely pointless. What can I say? Yeah, it's totally pointless. It doesn't tell the time at all. It's just, you know those, um, what do they call those twirler things that were all the rage a while back? You like know? fidget spinners. Yes, exactly. And like, you know, you had stress balls, didn't you, and it's, stuff? It's out of that book. It's okay. out of the same book. It's the same idea. No, I wouldn't find that remotely stress relieving because I'd be like, oh, what time is it? Ah! Don't know. And you just fiddle, fiddle with your wrist, as it were, <laughs> on a regular basis. I've managed that for you. No, no, stop that. it! Uh, oh, God, <laughs> no, stop it! Stop it! Uh, I did see another lovely one online, which was it was an armo. It's a video. I don't know if you saw this one of a chimpanzee sharing his apple with a tortoise. <laughs> oh, that is an arm moment. It is. He's That's sitting really there cute. eating an apple. Oh. I don't know why he's sitting next to a tortoise, but he is. Yeah. And he sort of has a few munches, and then the tortoise is sitting there thinking, "You got any apple, mate?" And he says, oh, yeah. And he sort of holds oh, it in front while the tortoise can have a lovely. bite. Then has another little bite and then gives it back to the tortoise. Just like you and me. Just like you and me. Which one's which? I was just about to say that. <laughs> Take your pick. I see you probably as the chimp. Oh, right. I would be the tortoise with my little head sticking out. Um, You've just, every every time, H, this um, can't, we can't can't keep that in. A man from the United States that. recently broke a record by pushing a peanut up a mountain. Oh, I did hear about nose. this. Did you yeah. see that one? Yeah, I did see this. First of all, I mean, you have to question why there's a record about this in the first place. Yes, but, indeed. But um, I think the contraption struck to his nose. Am I right in thinking it was a spoon? He had something. That's <laughs> <laughs> a device. It did look rather like a spoon. Are they good? How do you stab a spoon to your nose? Well, some people can balance a spoon. I bet you can balance I a can spoon. Balance oh, a spoon I knew those. you'd be able yeah. to. I can't. Yeah, dangle it. I mean, it sort of dangles down. Yeah. I can't balance it across the top. Yeah, but okay. I can hang it off the end of my nose. Definitely do that one, yeah. Yes, it is indeed. 53-year-old Bob Sullum from Colorado made history by becoming the first person in the 21st century, not the first person ever, in the 21st century, what a record, to push a peanut up Pike's Peak with a contraption, hitherto known as a spoon, taped to his nose. Uh, there's a Facebook on this. You can go over to Google Mountain uh, Peanuts. Something you'll find it, I'm sure, on Facebook if you want to see it. He took seven days to complete his task. That must have been a happy week. A ceremonial <laughs> finish on the 15th of July. He was greeted by cheers. A letter from the city of Manitou oh, sorry, Springs. Sorry, my stomach rumbling. To and also, that. was that you? <laughs> yeah, stomach rumbling. Do you want rumbling. a sandwich? I was just thinking about peanuts. And <laughs> And a letter from the mayor of Colorado Springs. You get the impression there's not a lot going on there. Yeah. I mean, would you imagine, would the mayor of Douglas come out, do you think, if someone pushed a, say, like, I don't know, a pistachio whoops and they fell? She might do. Um, With their ear. I'm always intrigued by how these things first start off. Do you think somebody was walking up a mountain, dropped a peanut, tripped, and then thought, oh, hang on, I know what I'll do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, another quick one before we move on is another one which just sort of puts a smile on your face, a video of you seeing the, the dog riding a horse. 
It's just a horse walking down the street and there's a dog on the back. Oh. And the horse stops at the traffic lights. There's no no man rider in place. It's just a dog standing there, looking round, standing on the saddle. Horse and hound. And horse and hound. Exactly. Good name for a magazine, that. Good name for a magazine. Um, right. Any sunny smiles? OK, so this week I thought um, I would talk about the people on Ward 2 at Nobles Hospital. And this is an interesting one because at the moment, because of various restrictions, you have to wear a mask still in Nobles. But my dad's been in there a little while um, and people smile with their eyes, don't they? They And there are some nurses on there, particularly uh, Lisa, who's been absolutely brilliant. I mean, they've all been fantastic and the healthcare assistants. Um, But yeah, lots of smiley eyes on Ward 2. And it's an incredibly difficult job. And I don't think you can fully appreciate until you spent a few hours on the ward just what sort of things these people are having to do under really difficult circumstances. So uh, that's my nomination. I'm going to go for everyone on Ward 2 this week. Top work. And I will do a bit of a cross-fertilisation, as it were. If you go to another podcast, which I'm just working on now, a whole series which is now called, um, it's going to be called The Way We Were. It's now called uh, uh, Memories of Man, with a double N. And it's carrying on the great work of the wonderful, late, great David Collister, talking to some of the older folk on the island about their memories. And uh, I've been down to Ellen Vannon at home in Douglas, and um, I have some wonderful characters lined up to talk to. And I've just had my first chat with... Harold Moore, uh, a lovely chap who's 93, fantastic memory. Uh, I mean, how on earth he remembers it all, I do not know. A wonderful voice. Again, he's shortly to be an ASMR star, I reckon, because he's got one of those voices. Uh, and he's terrific. That's your That's tummy my again. Stomach again. That's your tummy. I'll get you a sandwich in a minute. Um, yeah, he just had wonderful memory. And I took a picture. Of the, hopefully, I'm going to post a picture of the two of us on it as well. And a great smile as well. So go with it. And his memory said, Oh, yeah, it's great. And he said, Oh, I'll have to do it again. I said, Yes. Brilliant. So might do more. He was wonderful. Um, foodie wise, I tell you what, uh, puts a smile on my face at this time of the year. Not the ice cream. We, we did that but I've got things like new potatoes I've got new potatoes from the garden oh lovely yeah I'll bring some in if you like but Ooh, the, yes, the difference in flavour when you just dig them up and just sort of give them a quick rinse under the tap get rid of the muck and literally just really clean them and then boil them up and just have them a bit of mint delicious Absolutely I'm going to go for a guilty pleasure then this week because my other half is such a fantastic cook, can rustle something out of nothing. absolutely nothing. He he's absolutely magic. brilliant. A man after my own heart. So when he's not there and I don't have to worry about producing something you that's high end, oh. well, I could leave what's left over, but um, my go-to guilty pleasure meal would be... This is slop food. Yeah. yeah. Pesto pasta with a whole heap of cream cheese on the top. There is nothing that cannot be improved with cream cheese. I I do get told off at home because I do dip bits of cheese in the cream cheese to eat and um, crisps in cream cheese is phenomenal. Um, So maybe it's just all about the cream cheese. I reckon, I don't think there's anything I wouldn't eat with cream cheese on it. Any bloopers? (laughs) (laughs) We're not lost in there. Um... Well, we'll put it to the test at some other stage, maybe at Christmas. Um, yes, bloopers. Uh, there's been a couple. I always keep my ears open. Uh, I don't know if you heard this uh, wonderful one of Christy letting her mind wander off. As oh, she was yes. Talking about the grand, well, I think she was talking about <clears> the grand <throat> fond, fun ride fondo or something. But And then took a parish walkie and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it went a little bit wrong, didn't it? Well, just a bit. I don't care. I love the sunshine. Absolutely beautiful. I'm not going to complain. It's gorgeous out there. Uh, I mentioned the mini fan. Oops, sorry. Mini parish fun walk. How did I get that so very wrong? (laughs) There's one for the bloopers, Howard. Mini parish fun walk. (laughs) I did have. I think it's sunstroke. 
And then this, this very day as we were recording this, there was an interesting something. I don't know quite what went on at nine o'clock. I haven't got a clue. Chris Williams sitting in for Ben on breakfast and... Um, yeah, it sort of revved up the wrong way a little bit. Holidays.com. Manx Radio TT Race Commentary is brought to you by RL360. With low prices always so close, you don't have to add the cost of fuel to the cost of shopping. When you're thinking saving, think ShopRite. Proudly locally owned. <laughs> what on earth was that? Are you going to be doing some commentary for us then? Well, yeah, there is another bike. Um, I don't know where that came from. Is it a full moon? <laughs> It was full moon last week. <laughs> this is normal. Happy birthday, Prince George, by the way. And last but not least, the wonderful Barry Redfin is here, and uh, our Ben Hartley is always getting to do... Well, I don't know what Ben and, and uh, Barry get up to, but he's always trying to get Barry to do something which seems to be sort of slightly different from the way we normally see and hear Barry. Such is her enjoyment. She started slamming it to the left. There we go. Make of that what you will. Uh, that's about it for this time. Uh, keep smiling, as you were. Um... Even though the weather's a bit on the damn side, the weather's rubbish again. No, sorry, I'm not going to stop. I'll stop now. Yes, Yes, stop now. Um, You've got a tune for us then? I have. I have. It's one that I found. um, I suddenly thought about it the other day. It's an oldie. It sounds quite modern. It's very different. Uh, If you remember TCC, 10CC even, going back in the day, Kevin Godley, I think it was, and somebody other cream. But the Godley and Cream also had their own cream, C-R-E-M-E. Not cream cheese. No, not cream cheese. So you're not going to eat it or him. In the nicest sense. No, this is Godly and Cream. With uh, they did quite a lot of sort of commercial stuff. This one ticks all my boxes, as it were. It's sort of it's it's got lots of sax. It's sort of repetitive. It's a bit minimalist. It's jazzy. I can't remember the name of it to be honest with it. It goes like this. See you next time.